Hello and welcome to the Book Nook. Come on in and have yourself a seat. If you're new to the Book Nook, know that this is not a new show or new podcast. It is just another branch of the Faith and More podcast. So what I do here in the Book Nook is we sit down once a month and we just chat. I share with you updates on things that are going on with me personally as far as studies and practices and things of that nature. I also share some updates about the show that you normally wouldn't hear in a regular show, as well as, you know, some secrets that we share in the book nook that if you don't listen to it, you won't know. And then when you hear it in the show, you're going to be surprised. I also share information on books that I have read and studied. Uh, books that I recommend, uh, prayers, incense, um, all kinds of things like that, meditations, music, and all sorts of things. So if you're new to the book, Nook, welcome and thank you for stopping by. I sincerely hope and pray you find everything you're looking for here in the book, Nook, and more as well as everything you're looking for and more in a podcast with our entire Faith and More podcast. And if you're returning to the Book Nook and to the Faith and More podcast, infinite thanks and blessings and love to each and every one of you. I cannot thank you all enough uh, for your love and your support and for continuing to come back and listen and enjoy the show. And I so hope and pray with all that I am and all that I ever will be that this show is helpful to you at some level or levels. Hello and welcome to the September, yeah, I know it's already September, mid-September, the September edition of the Book Nook. Infinite thanks, blessings, and love for tuning in to probably one of the least listened to things on the show. (laughs) I know, I know, I don't get it either. I know those of you who love it, love it, and those who don't, don't, and... uh, That's people, I guess. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all so much for being here. Please sit down, have a seat, relax. Feel free to get your favorite cup of tea or beverage as we share a little bit. So how is everybody enjoying the season thus far? We have about, what, five episodes to go for this season. I know it's just flying right on through and we just celebrated our first year our first 50 episodes and wow we are just cruising right along and that's what we're going to continue to do so i'm interested to know how you all are enjoying the show Uh, i don't get much feedback other than family and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but it'd be nice to hear from others who are quietly listening on their own you know shoot me an email there's always my contact information at the end of every show Um, don't be shy. Just, you know, let me know what you like or things that can be, you think can be improved or something you would like to hear or for me to cover that we've got the rest of our lives (laughs) because this show's not going anywhere, but don't wait until, until the end of your life to send me information on what you would like to hear. Let's do that now. Let's get that taken care of for you. 
So speaking of season three coming to an end here, not too long from now, what, five to six weeks from now, um, that brings us to the St. Pets episode, in the, which is going to be the season finale episode. I really thought and felt that there would be a pretty big, or at least a little big, <laughs> interest in this, but I'm not getting much, if anything, uh, from anyone. But have no fear. The, those of you who have sent me your information on your pets, they will still be included. We will still be doing a St. Pets episode. You know, fortunately, we have history of many great uh, beings that were pets to p people that have done, wow, saintly and amazing things. And so we'll be using stories of those beings to fill in the gaps uh, of the stories that we don't have. I mean, it's still open and people can still write me uh, with the details. Um, you know, and that's the important thing is I need the details. Giving me the names of, you know, Fufulu Pup Pup is, is just not going to be enough. I need, I need a little bit more story. You know, what was significant about Fufulu Pup Pup? What did that amazing angel and saint do for you or while they were alive or even if they're still alive what are they doing it doesn't have to be elaborate just a few lines um will suffice so again don't be shy contact me and let me know because those angels and saints that are our fur babies or furless babies deserve to be recognized so next I'd like to talk about the website. I announced a couple episodes ago that there's been some updates to the website. And I want to just restate that, um, that there is now a page for prayers that has everybody listed for who are requesting prayers and details of what prayers they are in need of, whether it be healing or what's going on in their life or what illness they have. And I know as a person that loves to pray, it's really important to have the details or as many details as possible so you can properly pray and direct that prayer and healing uh, to those people where and when they need it. And also another page that has been added is an about page. It's a little bit of a bio on moi. So if you're interested in looking at that, uh, you're more than welcome to. If you have a child that's screaming and crying that won't stop, just put my page on. My picture will silence them right away because <laughs> they'll be like, what is that? <laughs> so some may ask, why? Why do a prayer page? What, what ha What's happened? I've noticed that, and again, I'm thinking hypothetically, no one's done this yet. <laughs> I know some people may be thinking this. Well, we started off with, you know, prayers were at the beginning before the episode started. Now they're towards the end of the episode. Uh, and now we don't have details. We just have names uh, before the prayer and closing blessing. Uh, what's going on? Well, in a, in a non-direct way, we can blame Father Mike Cantor. <laughs> I'm joking, but not joking. He cued me in on looking at something called analytics. And that is uh, whenever you have a site, you can pull up what they call analytics. And it will tell you uh, how many people that are listening to the show, which I already keep an eye on that, which I really shouldn't. 
Um, but it also can go into even greater detail to tell you um, how many people are listening to the entire episode, um, how many people are skipping and where they're skipping. And it's all a, a tool to help the person uh, with making the podcast to make their podcast better to, you know, if you're seeing that people are skipping things or not listening, then it gives you an alert that, you know, maybe you might want to change something. So the analytics showed when we were when I was giving the doing the prayers before the episode, people were skipping the beginning of the episode. Then I thought, well, if I moved them to the end, maybe that would be better because that makes more sense because it's right before the closing prayer. Fresh in your minds. You know, everybody can pray together right there, especially those that don't normally do prayer practice on their own, which I highly recommend everybody should. So move the prayers to near the end of the show. And guess what? Yes. They skipped that part at the end and started listening at the beginning. And it left me, you know, I didn't get my feelings hurt, but at the same time, I'm scratching my head going, wait a minute. This is a faith-based podcast. Why in the world would someone skip over the prayers? Now, could the analytics be wrong? Yes, Absolutely. It's possible. However, <laughs> I tried to see if it was by moving the prayers and moving the prayers, move the skipping instead of the skipping being at the beginning. Now it's skipping at the end. And it's like, so what do I do? So I thought, well, I'll go ahead and just maybe it's because I'm so dang long winded and I don't shut up that after an hour or longer, people are tired of listening to me, so they get tired. But it doesn't explain why they skipped at the beginning, okay? So I'm trying to, trying to give them an easy out here. So that's why I have abbreviated it to where I'm just now giving the names and directing people to the website. Now, this isn't the final fix, per se. You know, in about another month, I'll look at the analytics, and if people are still skipping over that, We'll go back to, um, we'll keep it near the end because I believe that's appropriate since it's right before closing prayers. Write me if you don't believe this is so and you like it better at the beginning. I'm, I'm always open to suggestions uh, and other sides of, you know, how you all feel and how you are perceiving it. But as I was saying, if people are still skipping, even though it's abbreviated, we will go back to listing the details or I'll be... Uh, you know, saying the details of each person's prayer request um, before the closing prayers. But we will still keep the prayer page on the website because I believe it's important because, you know, especially if I'm rambling through and you're writing down in your hand dandy prayer book, uh, these people and what's going on, um, you might not have enough time or it's just, you know, te too tedious to keep back in the recording up and writing down names and what's going on that way. You can always go to the website and print out the prayer page um, and then you'll have it right there. Or if you are on your phone, uh, you can or your tablet, you can do a screenshot of that page and you've got it saved to your uh, media device that you can access at any time. So that's that. I, and I wanted to explain it in more detail. Uh, but of course, I can't do that on the regular show because I already take up too much of everybody's time. I know, I know. I'm, 
I don't know how you all are, but yeah, I know I'm too critical of myself, but not, not, not that. I don't know how you all are, but do you listen to other podcasts? Because I'm the type that I listen to many podcasts. Um, and the thing is, is if I get on the podcast or I, I pull up the podcast or I download them all to Podcast Guru, that way I can listen to them anytime, anywhere. I always like to listen to them on the way to work and on, on the way home from work and uh, things like that. Or when I'm walking, I like to listen to them then. But my point was or is that if I pull up an episode, uh, say, of the What God Is Not podcast, amazing podcast. I love uh Father Michael O'Loughlin and Mother Natalia so, 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 so much um, that if I see that their episode is like under an hour, you know, I kind of go, huh, you know, because it's it's not a letdown, but I so look forward to their show that I could listen to them for hours. So anything over an hour, I'm happy. Anything under an hour, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's under an hour and it's nothing against them. I understand they deal with the same things I deal with as far as some people love them going over an hour and a lot of people don't. So they try to do a little bit of everything to pacify everybody, if that makes any sense. But anyway, that's what I was explaining. So anyway, I don't know if you all are like that with, with our show, that if you see that it's an hour over, you're like, yay. Or if you see it's an hour or under, you're like, oh, well, you know, this is going to be a short episode so anyway again something to let me know email me and let me know what your thoughts are do you like the the hour or more shows or do you like you prefer them shorter and then the ultimate question will that change anything <sighs> no it won't but it will it will help me to know more of the demographics and analytics of who likes what you know because i will not sell short a saint or a saint's story or a story of anybody because I believe that is very, very disrespectful that, you know, these people's stories deserve to be heard and heard in their entirety. So if it's a show that takes an hour and a half, a show that takes two hours, like St. Faustina, um, some people love the St. Faustina. It took a while for people to start listening but those who listen love the St. Faustina trilogy, which is three episodes, like an hour and 30 minutes or longer each episode. And that's whew, that's a long time. But there's some people that absolutely love it. And there's some people that absolutely refuse to listen to it because it's that long. So, again, I can't shorten their stories and nor would I shorten their stories. But it helps me to know. I know I'm chasing squirrels, but it helps me to get a better idea of what you guys like, especially those who are listening now. Those of you who are listening to the book nook are a very select few. And I talked about that, I believe the last book nook, if not the book nook before about how we usually only get six to seven listens on the book nook. A lot of people don't listen to the book nook for whatever reason. I guess it's me going blah, 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 blah. But some of you like that. Some of you like to know what's going on with the show and getting updates and secrets and, you know, just what's going on with me. And God bless you for that. I so much appreciate those of you who are interested in not only the show, but me as well. And speaking of, that brings us 
to moi. <laughs> it's updates on what's going on with me. Um, I've completed the Confidence Life Coach certification and still moving on in that um, study series, uh, getting various life coach certifications. And someone recently asked me in, you know, face to face, why? Why? Why are you doing this? Um, I learned long ago that um, and the reason they asked me this wasn't it was not a derogatory question. It was actually complimentary because they felt like, well, you know, a lot as it is. Why do you need certification? Is it like proof to yourself or or what? And I was like, well, no, it's not. But number one, I love to learn. I, I can't get enough learning. I, you know, to me, I believe we should learn new things as much as possible each and every day of our lives. We should never stop learning from birth to the next life. But also, I learned a long time ago uh, when I taught Buddhism and Eastern philosophies that credentials mean a lot, if not everything. Because there will be times when people will attack you. It hasn't happened yet but I know what's going to happen. There are times when people will attack you and try to call you out and um, discredit you and just try to poison you and your listeners and your show. So it's important that you have all of your I's dotted and your T's crossed and that your shirt is buttoned up because that way it gives them less ammo um, and less ways to attack because you know they're going to do it. It's going to be poisonous and it's going to be just total garbage uh, and you can't take it personally, but you do have to react defensively to protect your show and your listeners. Again, that hasn't happened yet, but I know from previous experience, inevitably it will happen. Uh, so by me making sure I have all of my credentials lined up, that I'm certified life coaching, you know, that I have my credentials for my minister ordination. I have everything to back what I'm doing. And I know you don't need it as long as you have the divine in your heart. And that's what you're doing is the divine's will, which people will debate you on that. That's for sure, especially and sadly, people of other faiths will be the first ones to attack you or in the same faith, but of a different category um, without giving any names um, will attack you based on religion. Wars have been fought in the name of religion because they believed someone was a heretic. And this show can easily be called and probably is called by many to be a heretical show, even though we know differently we know better so anyway to make a long story short that is the importance of me getting the credentials number one is to further my education which is so very important not only for me but for everyone and number two having the proper credentials so when the attack happens i have documentation proof and credentials to back myself the show and everyone listening and that brings us to another question somebody recently asked me. As a matter of fact, <laughs> it was the same person. They were, you know, very inquisitive as to why I am not 
happy being a minister and why I am seeking to become a priest? That's a very good question. I mean, they, they post some very good questions. I give them that, especially for somebody that really doesn't know me, know me. Uh, they know me in passing. They know me professionally um, in the job, but they where I work, but they don't know me outside of work. One could say the real, <laughs> the real me. But they did ask that question, and it is a very good question. And it's, it's not that I'm not happy being a minister. I'm absolutely elated. As a matter of fact, I could not be happier. However, that is not the end of my calling or vocation. You know, I firmly believe and have felt that the divine wants me to pursue the priesthood. Now, that opens up another can of questions, which we'll get into here in a moment for anybody that's it's interested. I know, here I go already. But you might find it interesting. You may have been wondering yourself, but just didn't ask. So, again, I know that the divine has called me to become a priest. And that brings up more questions and red flags. As a matter of fact, I had, and bless, bless her heart, I had a... Uh, Roman Catholic sister in Pakistan of all places uh, contact me on Facebook and she was asking me questions regarding you know what tradition I follow and um, just being very inquisitive and then when I said that I have been married for 35 years and that I'm currently a minister studying to be ordained as a priest she kind of flipped <laughs> remember she's roman catholic so she did not know that there was a such thing as priest being permitted to marry and if that wasn't enough i made her head spin more by sharing with her that yes in certain tradi traditions not only can men be priest and be married but women can be priests and be married too. So I don't believe she was told that or she is aware of that. I mean, I mean, she was on social media, so she has access to the internet, so she could have Googled it. But, you know, there's some faiths that really put that literally fear of God in you to not look outside of what they tell you and what they teach you, and what they dictate. And people become slaves, uh, unfortunately, to that faith, and don't know any better. And this poor sister did not know, or at least acted as though she did not know any better, to which she abruptly ended our conversation and said she would have to speak with her superior before getting back with me. Which... God bless her, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, just that little bit of conversation, put a little seed in her to help her realize that there is so much more out there. Not that I would ever, ever, nor would I ever uh, try to sway someone from leaving their faith and going someplace else. But um, God connected us for a reason, and I shared that information for a reason, and she asked for a reason, so... You can chalk it up to the divine was wanting her to have that information and I just happen to be the person to give it to her, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. 
So another question the inquisitive co-worker asked was, what is the difference between a minister and a priest? Which is another great question. And it depends on the tradition um, or faith that you are practicing. Now, right now, I am labeled or in a box uh, as independent non-denominational which means I am independent on my own and not affiliated or sanctioned with any particular church and non-denominational means I am across the board. So it doesn't matter what faith that I can flow with any faith that you come to me with or with any issues or questions that you have with said faith. Um, I can help you with that. Now, what I'm also getting into is being inclusive, which I've always been, but just didn't have the label for it. Uh, and inclusive means not turning anyone away. It means not shunning anyone or making anyone or intentionally making anyone feel left out or um, not wanted or not needed or not important um, or judgmental against them. Uh, for example, same-sex marriage, um, people being transgender, that's a big um, heated thing right now. Um, abortion, things like that, those are big, huge uh, things right now as to, you know, do I open my doors to those who are gay, who are uh, married to the same sex, who are transgender, who um, have had an abortion or are considering an abortion? You know, to me, that's 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 a no brainer. Absolutely. Everyone is welcome, as I always try to s say on the show and let people know is it's a safe place for everyone. Everyone is welcome to the show. Everyone is welcome to contact me. Um, I have no you know, bias or racism against anyone or anything, regardless of who you are or what you have done. I mean, if you're not convinced, how about this? I corresponded with a man who was serving 25 years to life in prison for 17 years. I was his pen pal. I was his spiritual director. I helped him through 17 years of incarceration. Or just, excuse me, 16 years of incarceration. Uh, until he got out. And once he got out, I did my level best to help him to uh, readjust to life on this side of the razor wire and concrete, as we used to call it, because life in prison is completely different than life here uh, in this side of the world. Um, yeah, one's worse than the other on some things, and then it's vice versa on others. So, uh, you know, I... Un Fortunately, I'm not, you know, conversing with that person anymore, which uh, we don't need the details on. But for 17 years straight and consecutively, I was there for that person, with that person and helped them. So I didn't judge them. I don't judge them now, nor would I ever judge them. So the same applies to each and every being. Every human life is so very precious and created by the divine. 
And as they say, God don't make junk. <laughs> so you may disagree with what someone's choices are or how someone lives their life. But bottom line is they are a child of God. We all are children of the divine. And that doesn't mean that you are right there hand in hand with them robbing a bank. No. But that does mean that you're there to help them in any way that you can to stay on the path of the divine, to find that path to the divine. As Father Mike says, all roads lead to Rome, but some roads are shorter and smoother than others. So it's my job or I should say my vocation to do that. So where was the difference between a minister and a priest? Yeah, I know. I went way off with that squirrel, didn't I? Woo! Let me get a second to get back to you. <laughs> so a minister, again, with it's, it's all based on your tradition, your denomination. So I'm currently... Um, a independent an independent um, non-denominational minister who is striving to be an independent apostolic catholic period uh, priest and the difference of that is is the tradition um, yes i will still be all inclusive because that's included with this apostolic uh, catholic tradition is that they are very, very inclusive. And just for an easy example of what that it, it is, is you've all heard me or should have heard me talking about in recent episodes, Father Jamie Mathias, who's out of Austin, Texas. Um, he is the head pastor of Holy Family Catholic Church, which is an all-inclusive um independent catholic church and another name for independent catholic church is old catholic church because they go by the old ways or what they believe to be the old ways um, they follow very similar ways of the roman catholic faith as far as the sacraments go however they are not connect uh, connected connected to the vatican uh, or to the pope not that they have anything against him or the Vatican, it's just that they have found that they disagree with a lot of things, especially after Vatican II um, and how that all went about. So, but it goes back to, you know, before that as well. We'll be doing a show on that. Don't worry about it. We'll get more information on it. So anyway, that is my trajectory. That's where I'm heading. That's where I'm blasting off to. Um, is to the um, independent Catholic or independent apostolic church of America is where I want to, or in America is what I want to be associated with. But I'm having a great difficulty finding a bishop in my area. Um, I thought I had found a bishop who uh, is about maybe two and a half hours south of where I live, and um, he labels himself as an independent, inclusive Catholic, but after contacting him, I found that he does not do same-sex marriage, and he does not believe in um, gays and transgenders, and yeah, yeah, he's all very 
non no no on all of that. And I'm sorry, I can't I can't be well, I shouldn't apologize. There's nothing to apologize for. I can't be associated with anyone like that. I, I, I absolutely can't because I hate in that is just such poison. Again, you we all have to go right back to the beginning. What did Jesus say and teach? How did Jesus live? He embraced everyone. He didn't turn people away. I mean, my gosh, of any people lepers which were just the absolute worst thing back in those days other than prostitutes imagine that uh, but he never turned them away he embraced them and so that is what my vocation is to do you know i've got it on my wrist i've got a wristband that says my vocation is love and who said that anybody remember saint therese of Lisieux. So my vocation is the same. My vocation is love. And if I'm discarding people and hating and unapproving, um, then that's not love, you know, especially unconditional love. Again, you don't have to agree with what somebody's doing, but still help them, be there for them. Don't exclude them, include them. So that's where I'm heading. So, you know, this bishop ended up not panning out. And unfortunately, um, there's not many... Um, of the independent Catholics in my area, you know, or it's very difficult to find them. So Father Mike Cantor, again, I know, let's blame him. <laughs> Father Mike Cantor is, of course, a practicing priest with the Ap Apostolic Catholic Church in America. And he connected me with their Facebook group page, and I got to meet so many amazing uh, priests it's, and, and just people who are practitioners and it's opened me up to more and more and more people uh, through Facebook you know like the the dear Roman Catholic sister from Pakistan found me through that um, so you know it's opening me up to so many avenues but one of the big things is two weeks ago I was able to actually have an online chat with um, Father Mike's bishop, who is Bishop David Strong. Shout out to Bishop David Strong, who is an amazing bishop and in charge of the Apostolic Catholic Church in America, which is located in Washington State. I'm located in Kentucky, so yeah. There, there's a little bit of a distance, distance there. It's more than a 10-minute drive. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm making these connections, and I'm, I'm, as they say in the business world, I'm networking. So... Um, I know that, and again, I know, I definitely know, I, I feel it in my heart, it is my heart, that the divine will present a bishop to me when it is time for me to ordain, um, and ordain as an independent Catholic priest. Um, yes, I can still be married, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, Father Jamie Matthias is married, he's married to a man. You know, uh, Father Mike Cantor is married. And he's married to a man. So you see where I'm going here? I, I love these beings unconditionally. Father Mike, I love so much. He is a brother from another mother. And we share such a bond and a connection. And maybe it's just me. I don't know. Uh, but it's just, it's, you, it's from the divine. You know, you can tell, I hope you can tell when you, here I'm rambling, and I? Well, I guess that's what the book nook's for. <laughs> I'm glad you got some tea or something to drink. 
But what I'm getting at is this is a relationship from the divine. The divine put us together. Divine puts everyone together. And I don't believe in coincidences or synchronicities. I believe that everything that happens happens from the divine. Um, in my relationship with Father Mike is is no different. Those of you who are longtime listeners know that just back in December and before on the show, you can listen to those episodes where I was seeking a spiritual director um, and was bottoming up. There was there was nothing, nothing coming up at all as far as that. And then, bam, Father Mike contacts me uh, from his podcast about my podcast. And then from there, we just clicked and connected you know, and here we are. And it's, it's just, you know, now I'm, he's my spiritual director and I'm taking, you know, seminary classes through him and I'll give an update on that in a minute. And it's just, it's going. And, and I absolutely love to listen to the two shows that Father Mike and I have done together. And I would love to do more shows with him because you can hear, literally hear and feel the Holy Spirit moving through the both of us. It's just, it's so beautiful and so moving i mean you can really really feel it in your heart it's i mean and if you haven't listened to those episodes go back uh season one or excuse me season one season three um episode one and then it was like what episode four or five after that i should not have listened to it enough um but you know again you know father mike was in episode one of season three and then the other episode father mike was in with me was the um Healthy Mind, Body, and Soul episode. So look those up and check those out if you haven't already. And if you have, go back and listen to them again. They are so, so good. There's so much love and healing and just everything in that. Like I said, you can feel the Holy Spirit just moving and grooving in, the, in between the two of us. It, it's just wow. It's off the charts. So speaking of the seminary classes and how they're going, they're going great. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, this week I'll be wrapping up this uh, second portion of seminary classes with Father Mike, and I am um, very interested and eager to see what he assigns me next. Uh, so we're moving and grooving, moving right along. You know, again, with the life coaching, we're keeping that going. Um, you know, with the seminary studies, definitely keeping that going. Everything is flowing just as the divine wants it to flow, and that's what we're going to do. As long as I have a breath in me, I'm going to continue on just as I feel that, and know that the divine wants me to go and do. So some might ask, or maybe not, what happened with that St. Paisios fella? <laughs> or feller, <laughs> depending on where you're from. Well, I like to say St. Paisios is going to happen in season four. I am currently wrapping up uh, my studies on the bio of St. Paisios, which is over 700 pages long. I know I drug it out as long as I could. I was telling Father Mike, I have a tendency that if I really love a book, I will intentionally slow to a snail crawl. Uh, on it or a snail's pace, one or the other. <laughs> I will slow down very slowly. Slow down slowly, I know. Uh, anyway, uh, so I can savor it because I don't want it to end. You know, to me, when I'm studying uh, text, it's like I am there experiencing these things with those beings and saints. And I 
fall in love with it and don't want it to end, which I know in permanence, especially being a, a, a Buddhist, uh, an old Buddhist teacher and Eastern philosophies teacher, I know very well <laughs> about that um, and in that it's important to not be uh, in that loop, but as humans, we can't help but be attached to things and and uh, and want things to last forever. Unfortunately, that's not the case. And as we know, if we're reading someone's bio that's passed away, they're no longer in the physical realm, but we can still feel and be there with them and their energy while we're doing these studies. I guess that's the point I'm trying to get at. Uh, so anyway, I'm wrapping that up and that will be in season four. Uh, and why season four? Because I've Believe it or not, I've already got the shows done all the way up through the rest of this season, except for the St. Pets episode. So again, it's not too late if you're listening to this and you want to send me information on your Fufulu Pup Pup Saint, um, your furry loved one and what they've done for you. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, I always have information at the end of the show and every show on how to contact me. Don't be shy. You know, that's why we're here. We're here for each other. And if I can do anything to help you or help direct you or, you know, give you additional information so you can find something on your own, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. So that should about do it for this book nook. I do apologize for the rambling and the chasing of many, many squirrels in this one. But I so hope and pray that you all found it at least if not interesting, at least you got a laugh, a laugh out of it. Uh, if I could put a smile on your face or a, a, a chuckle in your gut, then it's, my job is complete. So, <laughs> so anyway, infinite thanks, blessings, and love to each and every one of you for listening to the book. Now, again, I mean that. I very much mean that from the very core of my being. I can't thank you all enough. The very few of you that are dedicated long time listeners who love the book nook. Well, maybe you don't love it. <laughs> maybe you're just curious. I know I'm, I'm going out on a limb. Ain't I? I'm very careful before it breaks. But anyway, because you keep returning, you know, this show is always going to be here and the book nook's always going to be here. Even if, like I said, if I only have one person listening other than myself, then it's still worth doing because it's at least uh, important and it's reaching that one person. You know, that brings up the story, and then I'll close one story of um, one that I used to tell all the time um, in when I was teaching Buddhism and Eastern philosophies is um, there was this boy who was on the beach and all of these starfish washed up on the beach. And with each incoming wave, more and more starfish um, were washing up on the, on the sand. And this little boy went running and it was just grabbing as many starfish as he could and, and putting them back in the ocean and putting them back in the ocean. And as he, for every one, a dozen more would come. And this man calls out to the boy, what are you doing? It doesn't matter. And to that, the boy paused, turned around and held up one of the starfish in his hand as he put it back in the ocean said, and he said to this one, it does matter. So, Important to keep in mind that if you make a positive impact on at least one person, it's worth it. Life is worth it. You know, if we can ease the suffering of one person, you know, and my goal is to do that with more, 
more than one person, but I'm, I'm completely happy with one person. So, again, thank you for being that one person. In, in closing, I will challenge you. Please try to make a positive impact in at least one person's life every day. It's not out of the question. It's not impossible. It's very easy, even if it's just a smile or telling someone good morning, how are you, asking them, genuinely asking them how they're doing and including them in your prayers, holding the door for somebody, helping a neighbor, doing anything to help somebody, one person at a time, one starfish at a time. We can do this together. All right. Bless you all. I love you so much. And I will see you this Sunday on another episode of the Faith and More podcast. But if you can't wait till then and you want to contact me, my contact information is coming right up. I so hope and pray that you've enjoyed the show and that you found everything that you've been searching for in a podcast, especially a faith-based podcast, and more here with us. Don't be a stranger. Come around anytime, all the time. We now have an Amazon.com wish list for the show for anyone who would like to make an offering. Um, a link can always be found in the show notes and show description. Now, I know some people like to do that, that, that helps them feel as you know they're contributing and doing something and this is the best way because some people have asked me about setting up a patreon and i'm completely against that i don't want to accept any kind of money for anything i'm doing here jesus didn't do it buddha didn't do it i didn't do it before when i taught uh, buddhism and eastern philosophy for four years um, but i will accept books so i do have a list uh, on that wish list for the show that you can, if you feel compelled to, and you have the means, please don't take from your grocery money or your bill money or from just life money. If you have it and you want to make an offering, then go to the wish list and do so. I would be beyond grateful and appreciative. And by purchasing books and sending them to me, what you're doing is you're helping me educate myself so I can then pass that education on to all of you. And that also sparks and creates and inspires more and more shows. So it's a gift that keeps giving that's never ending. I'm always open to questions and suggestions. Um, as I always say, there's, it's always like crickets in my mailbox. <laughs> I don't hear much from anybody but you know unless it's family and there's nothing wrong with that but I know there are so so many of you all over the world that are listening and I completely understand and I respect your privacy and I respect that you're quiet um, and but I do want you all to know that I'm here for you all the time and uh, again speaking of suggestions I mean I know there are so many amazing angels and saints, past and present, in your community, in your country. Could even be you that the world doesn't know about, but by gosh, we should know about. Um, could be some that have come and gone that are fading from memories and hearts. And we 
tend to, you know, shine the light on a lot of those here in the show. And that's kind of one of the goals of this show is to make sure these beings stay alive because they are such amazing, truly amazing. Um, It's tragic for someone, anyone really, to be their memory to be lost, uh, their life to be lost. And we don't want that. So again, please, please, please feel free to contact me, share these people with me, even if it's you. Please get with me, share with me so I can share with the world. Remember, you don't have to be alone on your spiritual journey. Again, I'm always here for all of you. I'm always available to help guide, uh, offer advice. Uh, You can always email me directly or contact me through the website. My services are ever growing and expanding as the spirit takes me and as you all need. And the cost of these services or all services I provide is absolutely zero. Absolutely free. I'm here for you guys. Next is prayers. Uh, You guys always hear me say this and you always will. I love to pray and so do listeners of the show. So please let us pray for you. So all of these services, how do you make it happen? By contacting me. And how can you do that? There's two ways you can do that. First, you can email me directly at Faith and More Podcast, all one word, Faith and More Podcast at gmail.com. And the second way is through the website. There's a contact button on the website where you can email me, or you can fill out the prayer request form at the bottom of the webpage. You can also use that form for also asking for help, for guidance, for suggestions, for advice. Use that as well. It's a, it's a catch-all form. Use it as you need it. So in order to find the website, you go to Faith and More Podcast. Again, all one word, faithandmorepodcast.wixsite, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash my dash site, S-I-T-E. And there's always links to my contact information, email, and the website in all of our show notes and show descriptions. So, until next week, have a blessed week and know that each and every one of you is in my heart and prayers. Bless you.